You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nahumsiegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome to JM Sunday, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Matas Weingast, and today is the uh, 11th day in the month of September 2016, the 8th day in the month of Elul 5776. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Today marks the fifth, uh, the beginning of the fifth year of uh, JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network, as the network itself... Uh, Celebrated its uh, its anniversary last week, beginning the fifth season. Unbelievable. We'll uh, hopefully talk to Nachum Siegel a little later this morning uh, about that, and uh, he'll join us on the air to uh, to speak about that. And uh, and also, uh, if we if we're able to get him on before the end of the show to speak about the uh, the other uh, the other commemoration of today. Today, of course marking the 15th year, 15th anniversary since the destruction at the World Trade Center and the Pentagon and in Shanksville, uh, Pennsylvania. Of course, it became known as the September 11th attacks, and today marks that anniversary in the English calendar. Uh, we will uh, we will hopefully speak with Nachum a little bit about that also, as he was on the air when the attacks occurred. And uh, my other guest this morning is going to be Rabbi Dov Lipman, former member of Knesset in Israel, who's on a speaking tour, and uh, he will join us this morning as our guest here on uh, on JM Sunday. Rabbi Goldwasser at 7.30, I know we'll have words uh, of uh, Chizuk about uh, September 11th. And uh, I do not believe we have news from Israel today. Uh, Hannah Julian is on a travel day. So we'll pick her up next week. But uh, that is the schedule for today. So thanks, everyone, for joining me this morning here in our north New Jersey area. It's 77 degrees and cloudy, going up to a high of 83 degrees with the morning clouds, afternoon sunshine, and the 20% chance of rain thrown in there. Tonight, 60 degrees and clear. In Jerusalem, it's 88 degrees and sunny right now, and uh, 67 is the expected low for tonight and clear. Thanks again, everyone, for joining me this morning. We're going to go right to the music, and uh, Shimmy Engel will start us off here on JM Sunday.
music from the Ava Viachva Boys Choir, Shivisi Hashem, here on JM Sunday. Miyamim Yamima was the name of the song, and uh, it is coming up. We're running a little late for uh, Rabbi Goldwasser, actually, this morning. We'll get to him in a second. Uh, my name is Matis Weingast. I'm your host here on JM Sunday as we begin the fifth season of JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network, coinciding with the fifth season of the Nachum Siegel Network, which began last Tuesday. We expect to have Nachum on the air with us in the uh, in the last half hour of the show. We'll talk about a few things, including the uh, network and the new year. We'll talk about 9-11 uh, and... Uh, That'll come up uh, around eight, uh, maybe eight forty or so. My guest uh, this morning at eight fifteen will be Rabbi Dovah Lipman, former member of Knesset, and uh, currently he is on a, uh, a speaking tour sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. We'll talk to him about that. We'll talk to him about uh, nine eleven, and we'll talk to him about his uh, place in the picture of uh, politics in Israel as it stands now. So that's um, coming up in around. Uh, around 45 minutes from now. Uh, there won't be any news from Israel this morning. Connor Julian is on a travel day, so we give her the uh, the day off. And, uh, and we'll catch up with her next week. My thanks to everybody who uh, has joined me this morning. And we appreciate it. It's the 11th of September, of course, commemorating 15 years since the, um, since the attacks on September 11th here in the United States. It is the eighth day in the month of Elul, and uh, if you're studying Daf Yomi, Baba Kamo, Daf 103, Kuf Gimel. And uh, Baba Matziah is coming up pretty quickly. So uh, we look forward to that. At this time, each and every Sunday through Thursday, we present to you Rabbi David Goldwasser, Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Lezecha Nishma, Sarav Zev, Rabbi Yosef Halevi, and Esther Bas, Rabbi Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Gemara in Brochus tells us, Thunder was created only to straighten out the crookedness of the heart. We know that all the events that occur in the world have a moral implication and a message for our community. Certainly the thunder that resounded on that fateful day of September 11, 2001, roared with a number of profound lessons for our people. As we witness the icon of the financial world tumble down in moments, the words of the Novi struck a chord, To me is the silver, to me is the gold. We understood the absolute vulnerability of one of the strongest nations in the world. As the Pasuk says, The fear of the hour in the uncertainty of the future moved us to heartfelt prayer on behalf of all of Klal Yisrael as well as the entire world. We were compelled to do some deeper thinking of what is our purpose here in this world. The power of evil in the world was tangible and we realized that although the force of Yishmuel may seem dormant, it is certainly not vanquished. We can gain much inspiration from the heroes of 9-11, both those who survived and those who perished. The police force, the fire department, the rescue teams, Hatsala, Shoimrim, the other great organizations that pitched in when the world was in disarray. We remember those who were Nereg, Al-Kidush Hashem. 
Among those of our community, Igor Zuckelman, Daniel Lewin, Neil Levine, Mark Rosenberg, Jeffrey Schreier, Andrew Zucker, Nisanel Ilowitz. There were those that I had the privilege to know personally, Elio Furman, a father, beloved husband, model Bal Chesed and Balmidos par excellence, Nancy Morgenstern, an accomplished young businesswoman, an accomplished athlete, who was Mar B'Kavod Shemayim by always insisting on her own high standards of Shabbos and Kashris. On my desk are two Svarim. One is the scholarly work on Halacha, and the other, an English book of inspiration that have been published by Nancy's Mishpacha. This is in addition to a Koilal in Eretz Yisrael, which was founded and has been dedicated in her name. Shimi Bigolizen, beloved husband, father, son, brother, and beloved friend to many. And Avremel Zelmanowitz, he lived a life of chesed and humility. When he said goodbye to his beloved brother in the morning, little did anyone know he was on his way to creating an outstanding Kiddush Hashem. He gave up his life for the safety and security of others. He refused to leave a disabled co-worker alone in the office on that day. He created a magnificent Kiddush Hashem. In talking about the heroes of 9-11, the President of the United States of America singled out of Remel as a symbol of brave courage. To be sure, after the occurrence of such a tragedy, the world will never be the same. Those who gave their life will never be forgotten. They were beloved and pleasant in their lifetime, and in their passing, they were not parted. The commentaries ask, what does it mean in their passing they were not parted? It is explained that when one dies al Kirush Hashem, he is considered to be on the level of a tzaddik. Tzaddikim, after their passing, are still called living. Secondly, because they were Mekadeh Shem Shamaim, they sanctified God's name. Their memory is sacred and will never depart from us. The Posuk in Kohela says, B'yoyim toiva re'e. Be pleased when everything goes well. However, in a time of misfortune, reflect. Medrash comments, reflect on how to do tshuva. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik.
twisted and wrong And while floating above Is that a
Music by Shlomi Kaufman here on JM Sunday. That's Yivdu before that Jerusalem Stone. Kave from Achenu. And uh, we heard uh, a selection from Izzy Kiefer and uh, and uh, Heshi R about uh, a special song about 9-11. And uh, prior to our chauffeur blowing for Elul, we heard, of course, Rabbi Goldwasser with the uh, Wonderful words of Chizuk for today, the fifteenth anniversary of the uh, of the the uh, the murder of so many people and the destruction and attacks on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon and the plane which crashed into Shanksville, Pennsylvania, that occurred fifteen years ago today on the English calendar, September eleventh, two thousand and one. Uh, we will be joined by. Uh, by Dove Lipman at about 8.15 this morning, and uh, hopefully by uh, Nachum Siegel as he gets set to broadcast in Chicago later today from Chicago. So we hope to uh, have him join us this morning to talk about the fact, among other things, that today marks the beginning of the fifth season of JM Sunday, as it coincides, of course, with the fifth season of the Nachum Siegel Network, which began last week. So uh, we have that to talk about. And, and I have some great news. Uh, speaking of news, I originally had announced that Hannah Julian would not be on today because she is traveling, and today is a travel day. But uh, I was informed that Hannah Julian is able to give us the news from Israel today. So I don't have to guess on what the temperature is right now. We'll hear about it uh, directly. Uh, so at this time... Uh, Hannah Julian joins us. She's a Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at JewishPress.com. She joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Hannah Julian. Good morning, Matis. <laughs> the temperature is great, but you'll get more news about that in a minute. First of all, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu also marked the 15th anniversary of 9-11. Uh, the al-Qaeda terrorist attacks on America this morning at his weekly government cabinet meeting. In his statement, Netanyahu said, We stand shoulder to shoulder with the United States, our steadfast ally, uh, ally and every civilization against radical Islamist terror. He said the whole world must unite to protect itself against the forces of darkness. That doesn't mean, however, that the Prime Minister is going to be meeting with President Barack Obama this month. Although there's no official word yet, it appears that no meeting has been set between the two leaders when they're both going to be at the United Nations General Assembly. Netanyahu arrives in New York on Wednesday, September 20th, to address the International Forum. It's not yet clear when Obama is going to be there. What is clear, however, is the disapproval from the White House with Netanyahu's recent video statement last week that opposition to Israelis living in Judea and Samaria is tantamount to ethnic cleansing. He was blunt about the fact that for years the Palestinian Authority has insisted that in its hope for state there will be no Jews. Netanyahu's video was posted to his Facebook page, you can see it there, and he asked whether people in other parts of the world would accept such a demand in their own countries. Netanyahu asked, since when is bigotry a foundation for peace? All of this didn't sit well with Obama, whose spokespeople called Netanyahu's phrasing 
inappropriate and unhelpful. Now, for listeners with children or siblings in Israel, you may want to give them a call about this next story. Train stations in Tel Aviv will be temporarily closed starting Monday. This applies to all stations except the Haganah station. They're going to be closed for the next eight days for infrastructure work on the railway. Due to the closure, trains from the south will end at Haganah station. Trains from the north will be ending at Herzliya. The Transportation Ministry says it will have shuttles and other alternate transportation in place at the affected stations. An Israeli law has been upheld that allows authorities to force the prisoners on hunger strike to the point of medical. Rejected an appeal claiming that the law was unconstitutional. That measure was passed in July of last year to deal with mass hunger strikes by Palestinian Authority terrorist prisoners. The hunger strikers were being used as a political tool to gain international publicity and campaign to force Israel to release the prisoners from detention. The International World Vision nonprofit organization has laid off 120 Gaza employees. The move followed an indictment of the organization's Gaza director. He was charged with redirecting millions of dollars of the budget into the coffers of the Hamas terrorist organization. Mohammed El Halabi is now in custody, and until the investigation is finished, World Vision told its Gaza employees it'll be unable to pay them because there's a freeze on its bank accounts. Last month, an Israeli court charged El Halabi with channeling $43 million in foreign aid to Hamas and its military wing, the Izzadin al-Qassam brigades. More than $7 million was sent to Hamas each year for the past six years, according to the Shin Bet. Some of that money was allegedly used to fund the Hamas war against Israel. World Vision has offices in the United Kingdom and in Washington State, as well as in Jerusalem. The governments of Australia, Germany, and Britain have suspended their donations over the allegations. Now, for the weather, it is a beautiful day here today, Matis. Clear, crisp, nice, sunny. It is just gorgeous. 89 degrees Fahrenheit. Clear skies tonight, the low around 68 degrees. A little bit cooler, the high should be around 84. Have a great week, everyone. Stay safe. I'm Hannah Julian for JM Sunday. Thank you so much. That's our news from Israel, and thank you, Hannah Julian. We'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's 8.05 in the morning, and uh, we'll be joined uh, soon by Rabbi Dov Lipman, former member of Knesset. We'll talk about a number of different things, including his uh, Nefesh Benefesh-sponsored speaking tour here in the United States. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about politics and 9-11, his reflections on that date 15 years ago today. Uh, we'll go back to some music, and uh, we should get to uh, Rabbi Lipman about uh, 8.15 this morning. Thanks for keeping attuned to JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Boenju here on JM Sunday. Mata Swine guest with you. It's 8.15 in the morning here on uh, Sunday, September 11th, 2016, the eighth day in the month of Elul. And uh, it is with great pleasure that I welcome to the air my first guest of the uh, fifth season of the Nachum Siegel Network JM Sunday show. The season premiered for the entire network last Tuesday, and this is our first show here on the uh, on the network, so we begin our fifth season, and it is with great pleasure that I welcome to the air former member of Knesset, Rabbi Dove Lipman. Rabbi Lipman, welcome back to JM Sunday. Thank you so much, and Mazal Tov on the fifth season. You should just keep going. Thank you so much. I want to start by wishing you a happy birthday. I believe it was Friday, am I correct? Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Excellent. Did you uh, have any surprises for your birthday? Uh, no, a lot of running around and doing errands, and also Friday is the uh, day off from school for the kids, so a lot of uh, children time, which I guess is the greatest birthday gift you can have. Absolutely. So, uh, it's a wonderful day. Well said. Um, Rabbi, we, 
want to start off by discussing uh, the fact that t- today, of course, is the 15th anniversary of the uh, of the murder and destruction that took place on September 11th, 2001, here in the United States in uh, in New York City and at the Pentagon and in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Uh, I'd like to get your reflections uh, for a couple of moments on uh, where you were at that time and uh, and what your thoughts and feelings are about the day. Yeah, it was certainly startling. I just landed this morning at JFK and driving to Brooklyn. I saw a massive flag at half-mast, and it really hit me pretty hard uh, to remind me of what the day is. Uh, I was actually on September 11th, uh, 15 years ago. I was bringing my class uh, to Capitol Hill. I was teaching in Washington area, and we were going for a tour of the Capitol, and we were driving our way down when we started hearing the news, and we actually were at a certain point um, we were able to see the smoke uh, from the Pentagon uh, just based on where we were at a certain vantage point. And it was startling to realize uh, that America was under attack. And as the day went along, we started realizing what kind of loss of life we were talking about. It was a really uh, difficult day, um, a day that I certainly I will never forget, and a day which, uh, first of all, we obviously paused to mourn the loss of life and, and, and do whatever we can to bring comfort to these families. But it's also a day to remember that we're all in one big war together against uh, evil, horrific people who seek to destroy, kill us and destroy our way of life. It's something which, uh, on a very strong level, binds Israel together with the United States and I think very much uh, makes us all realize uh, how much we share in common and how we have to fight together. Uh, against this force of evil in the world. Yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that, and that's a very good point. Uh, even 15 years later, which might seem like a long time, it's not in the sense of what's going on in the world. We still have dangers that are, uh, if not the same, perhaps even greater than uh, what was there on 9-11 with uh, rogue nations acquiring weapons of mass destruction and continuing to do that, and uh, we have to be absolutely ever vigilant in uh, in, in watching what goes on, because uh, it can only take a couple of moments to change the world forever. Absolutely. The mind, the mind cannot comprehend. Uh, you know, you, you watch the videos, you see what's going on, you even talk to people who are there, and the mind cannot comprehend uh, human beings doing what they did and causing that kind of suffering and, and destruction. And I think because the mind can't comprehend it, that's what makes us realize uh, how much we are in a battle against this force. It's not a situation where let's sit down together and try to talk this through. Let's figure out what they want from us, and then maybe we can have some kind of an agreement. It's a war, and, and, and sadly, in war, uh, lives are lost, and, and sometimes innocent lives are lost. But we have to realize we're in this war, or else the free world will never be able to defeat this evil. All right, absolutely. Uh, in addition to uh, everything that you're doing now, you, you, of course, are still part of the uh, Yesha Tid party in Israel, and I'd like to switch for a moment to uh, politics. There was a uh, a poll released, I think, just uh, overnight, uh, that if the elections were held today, uh, Yeshatid Party, headed by Yair Lapid, would win 27 seats, which is uh, it seems they would be ahead of the Likud Party of uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu. Uh, that is a, a pretty daunting uh, number. Yep. So we know that polls are polls, and we take that uh, with a real understanding of the fact that it doesn't necessarily reflect reality. Uh, But we are working very hard as a party 
to share our message with all of Israel. We uh, certainly believe that Yair Lapid is worthy and the alternative to the Prime Minister to be the Prime Minister. And he's running as such in the next elections, whenever they might be. And there's no doubt that we are in the process of rising uh, in terms of our support uh, throughout Israel. And that's because people are seeing a party filled with wonderful, wonderful people, uh, some that lean more to the right, some that lean perhaps more to the left, religious, secular, people who gave up careers outside of politics in order to try to make a real difference. And the more people see our platform and see what we stand for and see the fact that we have a real vision of where to lead the country, uh, people are joining on board and, and supporting it. We have uh, well over 100 branches around the country, over 14,000 uh, volunteers. It's a real operation uh, that's at work. And we'll have to see what happens when it comes to election time. But uh, Yair Lapid has shown uh, the Israeli public from all backgrounds uh, that he has a passion for Israel, passion for Zionism, a passion for Judaism, and a passion to lead the state of Israel uh, in directions, especially on a domestic level, uh, internal issues. And that's something which I think people are, are thirsty for. But in terms of you know uh, uh, the polls themselves, you never know uh, what happens on election day, and we just have to keep working hard and working hard for the people of Israel. Of course, and you also said that the the key phrase there was you don't know when elections will take place, uh, so you know things things can change. However, there's no question that the uh, Yeshatid party has made a difference in the political spectrum over the last number of years, and I, I dare say due in no small part to the work that you've done when you were in the Knesset and before and now with bringing people together and outreach and bringing a, uh, a, a different voice also, as we've discussed in the past, to the uh, Yesh Atid Party, some, someone that people may not have originally thought uh, would be a, a good fit for that, but yet, it, obviously, it's turned out to be phenomenal. So, you know, congratulations with that, whatever you know, the poll may be. And I guess selfishly, I would ask you, though, if we're 27, I hope you're high in that number for for the number of seats there on the list. If not, we'll yeah, have to the get. List will be determined. <laughs> the list will be determined as we get closer to the election. But um, I'm proud to be a member of the list. I'm, I'm honored uh, that Yair and the other people involved felt that I could make a contribution. And I have to tell you the truth: it's been nothing short of a blessing. You know, when I was on the Knesset every single day, and I saw, you know, I, I drive from Beit Shemesh to Shalayim and see the building in front of me as we turn the corner. Every day I give thanks to God uh, for this opportunity and really try to dedicate myself to try to make things better. And, and thank God to look back and really see uh, some real accomplishments, especially in the areas that you referenced in terms of trying to break down barriers and try to bridge the gap between the religious and secular in Israel. Right, absolutely. Look, if, if there's any question about that list, you, you have, you know, I'll, I'll give Yair a call and we'll, we'll talk, okay? So, you know, we have to make sure you're on the list. <laughs> Much appreciated. Yeah, anytime, anytime. Uh, my guest this morning is Rabbi Dov Lipman, former member of Knesset and... Uh, uh, book author, uh, author of the book An American MK Behind the Scenes of the 19th Knesset. We previewed that book. We had you on uh, when it was published. It's an amazing read. It's available out there. I suggest everyone get it. It gives a great picture of what goes on in the Knesset and specifically with your work. Uh, I want to focus for the next few minutes on uh, what's happening over the course of the next week, beginning uh, today. You're here in the United States now uh, under the auspices of Nefesh Benefesh, which is presenting a, uh, a speaking tour where you will be uh, starting tonight uh, at 7.30. You'll be at Congregation Ohab Tzedek. That's in New York. And uh, then you will be um, going to... Tomorrow, you have a busy schedule from what I see here, a real busy schedule. You're going to be at Beth Aaron in Teaneck tomorrow. 
You're going to be at the Young Israel of Jamaica States on Tuesday. Then you're heading west to Beverly Hills to speak on uh, on Wednesday at Beth Jacob Congregation in, as I said, Beverly Hills. On Shabbos, you're going to give a drusha at the Young Israel of Century City. And then Sunday evening next week, a week from today, you'll be at uh, a private home in Sherman Oaks, California. So you really uh, have a have a, a tight schedule this uh, this week, and your uh, speaking tour. It's called Behind the Scenes in the Knesset: My Life in Israel, an Evening with Rabbi Dove Lipman. It must be very exciting to be able to get out and uh, speak to everybody about what you've gone through as an uh, as a relatively recent Ola and Nefesh Benefesh, how it's helped and what you've accomplished in Israel. Yeah, there's no uh, greater thrill for me than to be able to share that, not because um, of necessarily my personal story, but what it reflects on the times that we live in. We live in the most incredible of times where so much opportunity is available to us to make a difference uh, in the world, but especially in the state of Israel. And sometimes I think that uh, English speakers uh, from all around the world wonder, you know, could they move to Israel? Can they make a difference? And those opportunities are really there. And for me, uh, thank God, it was in the Knesset. It could be on a local uh, city council level. It could be on a community level. It could be on a school, uh, parents association level. There's so much that we can bring to the table. So I'm going to be sharing uh, some behind-the-scenes stories, some great stories of things that happened in the Knesset, some of the highs, some of the lows, but also the overall perspective of look at the times that we live in that we can get together in our old parliament and debate the issues. We're not subject to what a foreign government is going to do. You know, I hear all the time, especially now I'm in America, about the U.S. elections. Will this be good for the Jews? Will this be good for the Jews? <laughs> and in Israel, we're all Jews, and we're all doing what's best for the Jews. And uh, it's a real blessing. And you know, we're reading Haptoras these weeks of uh, God comforting us and, and all the prophecies about what will happen when we return to the land of Israel, and lo and behold, it's happening. It's happening now. It's happening in front of our eyes. And it's no great, a greater thrill for me or honor to share those stories and to share that message and to call on everyone to find a way to make sure that Israel is an integral part of their lives. All right, absolutely. Very well said. And Nefesh Benefesh, as you know, certainly just celebrated the 50,000th Oleh this uh, the last few weeks. Um, and that is an amazing number, you know, something we haven't seen in a very long time. Uh, and it's happening yeah, now. I would, not have, I, would not have, I, would, I would not have been able to make Aliyah if it wasn't for uh, the assistance, um, uh, both in terms of the finances and in terms of the bureaucracy uh, that Nefesh Benefesh provided. And uh, I certainly have tremendous akarasatov, and I have no doubt that everyone who's experienced it does. And uh, it's an honor for me to be representing them uh, in, in America during this week. Right, absolutely. So you'll be speaking there. I, I'm imagining that tonight, as part of your your uh, discussion, you'll be addressing 9/11, uh, since this is today, uh, and then uh, during the uh, during the rest of the time and the other um, discussions, you're going to be talking about your journey as Nola, and uh, like you said, how Nefesh Benefesh has helped. Uh, and of course, they're partners with the Jewish Agency and the Ministry of Aliyah and the Jewish National Fund, and uh, do a tremendous job. So. You know, we we thank you for taking your time. It's it's uh, even though you you were born here uh, and and live there now, it's not always easy to just you know hop on a plane and take a week off from family and friends and uh, what you do and you know speak out to everybody. But it's extremely important and much appreciated. Thank you so much. It's always uh, good to come back and to share things uh, with the audiences here. And uh, perhaps the highlight of the trip is I get to go in now and 
see my, my grandmother, make sure to be well and have a nice breakfast with her. So uh, all worth it even for just breakfast with Bubby, but uh, <laughs> certainly looking forward to the entire trip. So now I understand what the highlight of your trip will be for her. It's like, it's like yeah, yeah my, my, my grandson's coming in for, uh, yeah, he's speaking to somebody somewhere, but we're having breakfast. You know, of course, that's the important thing. You hit on it. <laughs> No, 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 there's no better, bigger highlight than that. Sure. That is great. Rabbi, I want to thank you so much again for joining me this morning. I, I, I wish you a lot of success with the upcoming, uh, with the upcoming tour, uh, continued with the book also. People should go out and get it. Uh, as soon as they can, if they haven't already, an American MK behind the scenes in the 19th Knesset. And I want to wish you and your family, since uh, Rosh Hashanah is right around the corner, I want to wish you and your family a a, a, a you know Happy New Year, and uh, we should have uh, peace in the coming year. Thank you so much. The same to all of you. And again, a Mazal Tov on your fifth anniversary and uh, fifth season. And may you continue, uh, God bless you, the ability to continue doing your wonderful work. Thank you so much. Enjoy, and uh, we'll we'll encourage everybody to go out tonight to uh, to Ohev Ohav Tzedek in New York and to speak with you. Take care and have a safe trip. Thank you, Shana Tova. Shana Tova. Rabbi Dov Lipman is a former member of Knesset, and we appreciate his joining us this morning here on JM Sunday. As we approach 8.30 in the morning, we're going to get to some music, and uh, hopefully Nachum will be able to join me on the air Shortly, and we'll talk about the beginning of the fifth season of the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, here's Adiran on JM Sunday. Sorry, 
Lamanachai by Shel Shelles here on JM Sunday. My thanks to everyone who's joined us this morning. My thanks to Dov Lipman who joined us uh, earlier today. We're going to see if we can get to uh, Nachum. He's in Chicago. He will be broadcasting today at uh, 2 p.m. our time uh, over at the the third annual Taste of Kosher Food Fair in Chicago, sponsored by, uh, presented by Manashevitz. And that is going to be right here on the stream, so make sure that you keep it tuned all day long, of course, and um, and you join him on the uh, on the stream later today. I believe it's going to be audio and video, so you'll be able to uh, to hear that. Right now, we are going to hopefully, if we can do this, um, we are going to listen to the toll of the bell. It is eight forty-six in the morning. And this is the time that the first plane struck the North Tower of the World Trade Center 15 years ago today. It was 15 years ago today that the first of the uh, of the um, four airplanes st- uh, struck and uh, did the damage by the terrorists who attacked the United States at uh, the World Trade Center and in uh, Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and in uh, at the Pentagon. Uh, Dovlebin before recalled the fact that he was uh, in Washington heading to the Capitol at the time and saw the immediate aftermath of um, of what happened that day. And it's certainly something that is etched in our minds a, a mere 15 years ago, it seems like yesterday, that it happened. Uh, and it is the anniversary of that today in the English calendar. And uh, as uh, Rabbi Lipman also said, the war wages on, and it is worldwide. And we hope for a coming year that is more peaceful than the previous year, that the year we're just finishing now. We're going to go to some more music, and then uh, hopefully we'll be joined by Nachum before uh, the end of the show. Here is uh, Yaakov Shweki.
I'm sure Benny Friedman won't mind if we interrupt his song for uh, the one and only Nachum Siegel. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? I, I thank you, Matis, and I apologize because I expected to get to you a little earlier this morning. We've landed in Chicago, and it seems that from the moment we landed, the question of whether we could find a minion in the airport has been the, <laughs> has been the focus. <laughs> so that you know how, how it sometimes is when you're hovering with nine people, and you're wondering if there's a tent somewhere around the O'Hare <laughs> airport. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so here, is, here we are. Big day today, and I thank you for kicking it off with JM Sunday. And I hope everyone's going to be tuned in later on as we broadcast from the Jewel Osco, uh Massive Supermarket in Evanston, Illinois. And I know you're ready for a big day, and uh, we're ready for a big day. Absolutely. It's taking place at 2 p.m. our time on the stream. It's going to be uh, audio and video. Do we hear the video also? Yeah, audio on the app and through all the other sources. And video, of course, at NalcomSegal.com on the home on the homepage, assuming everything works out technically. Right. And ZK works his magic. Everyone will be able to see everything that's going on. Of course. Well, it's a great way to start off the uh, fifth uh, season of the Nachum Siegel Network on the road there. Uh, is this part of the Jewish Unity Initiative? I hope so. It's, it should be. Well, I think that the Jewish Unity Initiative has a broad, um, has a broad, uh, what's the word, explanation? Has a broad umbrella. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, anytime we hit the road and uh, unite with um, uh, people in our community from you know different neighborhoods and different cities, I think uh, it does fall into the category of Jewish Unity Initiative. So absolutely. We're reaching out to Chicago. We're going to meet a lot of people. Absolutely. Who are going to be introduced to the network for the first time. Beautiful. I'm sure a lot of old friends as well. Absolutely. We have 20 seconds until we're off the air now. From, uh, <laughs> we, we had Dove Lipman on. We did talk about, uh, and we had a moment of uh, period of silence uh, at 8.46. Uh, I wish I could have a chance to talk to you about uh, your experience on 9-11. That's impossible. I'll just say have a great day, and congratulations on the fifth season of the Nachum Siegel Network, and we'll talk to you again, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much, Matis. <laughs> Take care, Nachum. Thank you, and thanks, everyone, for joining me this morning here on JM Sunday. Thanks to Dove Lipman and Malcolm Siegel for joining us. Have a great day, everyone. And don't forget the programming today, 2 p.m. on the stream from Chicago.